Welcome to Intentional Buck, MLB Playoff Preview Edition, Season 1, Episode 21. I'm Lou Landers. You can find me on Twitter at Landers Talks, at my website, drrodo.com, every Thursday and a Friday night Sirius XM on the Armed Forces and Network Sports Overnight America. Check out my website, drrodo.com, your one-stop shop for everything sports betting, daily fantasy sports, and fantasy sports. Subscribe now. Use promo code LOU, that's L-O-U, for a nice discount. Joined here, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mancini. Mark, how you doing this morning? Man, those playoff races around Major League Baseball, did they come down to the wire, or did they come down to the wire? Craziness, well, man. Well, they have definitely come down to the wire, but I am so blessed to do this. This is the show that's sweeping the country, intentional balk. I couldn't think of anybody else to do this with, and I am honored and blessed every time to do this and to keep it going, even in the next year, brother. Oh, yeah, it's it's been a blast, and I'm glad we got it rolling this year, and it's been a fun ride, but I think we're in for our most fun uh, in the month of October with the playoffs. There's just so much to talk about and break down, and I think we should start with the wild card games. The one in the American League kicks off Tuesday night in Fenway Park. Yankees, Red Sox, I don't think MLB could have planned that one any better, Mark. Well, they could have planned it any better, but what was interesting in this thing, and I know you're a Yankee guy, the Yankees, you know, if there was four teams in this, the Yankees wanted to go to Boston. They didn't want no part of Toronto uh, or Seattle. So it's very interesting. Be careful for what you wish for. Yeah, you got to be careful for what you wish for, but I think there, there's no right decision in, in that scenario. Uh, I mean, I look at it, I still think Toronto is the best team of at least New York, Boston, and Toronto. Uh, obviously, Toronto came up a game short, really goes back to losing two of three uh, to the Yankees last week. But really, what this comes down to, if I'm the Yankees, uh, you got to pick your poison. They've had a lot of success against the Red Sox the past couple times they played them. They've, I think they've won six straight and maybe eight of nine against Boston after having a really tough time with them early on. So I don't blame them for doing that. Seattle was that pesky team that you just weren't sure of. And Toronto has played the Yankees very well. And with that offense um, and probably having to face Robbie Ray, probable AL Cy Young Award winner in a wild card game, uh, I don't blame you for potentially picking the Boston Red Sox, especially with Chris Sale pitching yesterday just to get them in to the playoffs. So it's not even going to be Sale on the mound. Yeah, and when you look at the Yankees, this is an interesting squad. I mean, life is peaks and valleys, but following the Yankees this year has got to be an up-and-down type of a season. One week they look like world beaters, and next week they look like a triple-A squad. So I don't know how you can turn it on and off and, and get this team rolling, but whoever wins this uh, you know, is going to have an interesting chance with the Tampa Bay Rays. And I like the Red Sox in this series, not only because it's home, I know J.D. Martinez could be a game-time decision. Who knows? But I just like the makeup of the Red Sox. I mean, they could hit you to death. And they've got a lot of guys there. And Devers could be the key in this one-game playoff. I don't know what you're looking at. but Honestly, man, for me, to me, the key is Garrett Cole. Which Garrett Cole do we see? Do we see the Garrett Cole that will give you six innings, three earned runs, be okay, and give you a chance to win? Or will we see a dominant Garrett Cole? Because Garrett Cole has a chance to push the Yankees past the Red Sox here on his own 
with that right arm of his. If he has a great game, the Yankees are going to win. If Garrett Cole is very average, you're going to see uh, probably a very tight game uh, between two teams that do have a lot of offensive skill, but have kind of disappeared at times this year. Both the offenses have disappeared at times this year. Looking at the bullpens specifically, I do favor the Yankees with Severino yeah. out there now, with Loisaga, with Green and Chapman. It's going to be tough for Boston to beat those guys late in the game. For Boston, I like Whitlock. But he hasn't had as good a second half as he did the first half. And I don't really trust anyone else in that Red Sox bullpen. It looks like it's going to be Nathan Navaldi getting the start, who is probably their second best pitcher behind Chris Sale. But if you look at what he did the last time against the Yankees versus Cole in Fenway Park, Yankees knocked him out of the game in the second or third inning after allowing seven earned runs. So which Nathan Navaldi do we get? Do we get the one that can shut a team out through five, six innings? Or do we get a Nathan Navaldi that struggles early on and kind of hands the Yankees the victory? It's, it's really, there's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts with this game. As well, it always is with that, one game. The, the other key is, and, and, and I like the way the bullpen is shaped up. You're right, the advantage has to go to the Yankees. But I think, you know, managerial wit... I'm going to give it to Cora because 100%. I think Cora, when you look at what Cora's done with this team, you know, uh, you know, went in a World Series and then was out of there last year when they had Renicky running it and finishing dead last, bringing Cora back. I think Cora's a genius and nothing to take away with Kevin Cash at Tampa Bay. I know there's a lot of guys that know how to play ball over there, but I think Alex Cora is, is the, the, you know, the reason where the Red Sox are. And I think moving forward, if they get past the Yankees, I think they can take out the Tampa Bay Rays. I really do. Those bats are dangerous. They can bludgeon you to death. And and that's going to be the key. Good pitching, you know, uh, can stop good hitting. But, you know, in a short series and a one-game thing, if those Red Sox get uncorked there and they get to flex them arms, it's going to be interesting. It's true, but I look at Boston's pitching. And I really don't trust it against um, anyone in a series, against good teams in a series like that. I just don't think they have the pitching to get it done against a team like Tampa or even Chicago or Houston at some point. The Yankees pitching is not a problem for them. It's their offense. As you mentioned, they look like world beaters one week and then they can't hit next week. Even yesterday, they needed to win that game to secure a playoff spot. They had one hit through eight innings. Yeah, one hit. that's not going to get it done. No, it's not. So, I mean, that's dangerous. But you look up and down the Yankees' lineup, even without LeMahieu, as it looks like, Torres, Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Gallo, Urshela. I mean, these guys can hit. And you say you get the Red Sox on court, you can say the same thing about the Yankees. But really, it's going to come down to, again, I think those starting pitchers. Which Garrett Cole do we see and which Nathan Navaldi do we see? And if it becomes a bullpen game, I certainly favor the Yankees. Well, you know, with them left-handed bats with Rizzo and Gallo, that'll help too, uh, especially the you know the short porch there in, in, in Fenway. I mean, that's going to be an advantage too. I just think if this game was in Yankee Stadium, I'd have to favor the Yankees. I think, you know, now in Boston, you know, the, 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 the confines there is kind of built like Wrigley Field. The fans are on top of you there and everything. I think it's going to be hell. Like Would you Yankees believe it that the Yankees played better against Boston in Fenway this year than yeah. they did at the Yankee Stadium? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing. I just I feel like if it's a, if if the Yankees can keep it close, 
in the later innings, they'll have the advantage. But if they can't, and Garrett Cole comes unraveled after four or five innings, I think it's a Boston Tea Party. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. A lot of it comes down to Garrett Cole. Let's move over to the NL wildcard game, St. Louis and the Dodgers. And this is so interesting because the Dodgers obviously favored as one of the top teams coming into the season. They had the second best record in all of Major League Baseball, yet they're forced to play this one game playoff. And we're not going to talk about that now. We'll save it for another show, but not a big fan of this one game wildcard. Do I like the five teams are getting in? Yes, I like that it you know, spreads the wealth. You get some more teams in there. One game to decide it all, not a fan of it. If I'm the Dodgers, I would be very frustrated by having to do it. But also, you look at the St. Louis Cardinals team, best team in baseball over the last 30-plus days. Um, I mean, absolutely cruised in September. It was pretty spectacular what they put together. And if not for such a big lead for the Milwaukee Brewers heading into that, St. Louis probably would have caught the Brewers too. Uh, But looking at what St. Louis did, uh, I know they lost their final two games to end the season, but didn't they win like 18 or 19 games in a row? 17 in a row. I had the Cardinals to win the National League Central. Everybody had the Cubs and the Brewers. And I said, this team is dangerous. They have kitchen, they got a bullpen, they got the bats, they got veterans, they got rookies. And if you're living in St. Louis, you never have to watch uh, the fans put a bag over their heads to go to a game. I'll tell you one thing, the Cardinals, 17 of the last 20, the last two games really didn't mean nothing. After the streak was snapped, more or less, the Cardinals knew what was at stake. They were going to L.A. or San Francisco. I will tell you this, I think the Dodgers are limping in this thing. 106 wins, a game behind the Giants. But, you know, the talk all last week was the Dodgers rest guys, rest Bueller, rest Urias, you know, concentrate on, you know, uh, the uh, Giants will get past the wild card. They're looking past the wild card. They're looking at the Giants. And I'm telling you, that's been the talk in L.A. And this is another thing you got to be careful. Now Kershaw's done pretty much for the year. Muncie could be done for the year. Uh, they're doing an MRI on his uh, forearm there, his left forearm. So I will tell you this, if the Dodgers' depth didn't, uh, wasn't a worrisome factor, you know, losing the Verdugos and losing all these other guys, now you're concentrating on a, a Scherzer in a one-game playoff. And he didn't look overly sharp his last few starts. I like Adam Wainwright. Old guys rule. This guy's got a 3-4 pitch mix. He is dangerous with those shadows. In Dodger Stadium, I mean, he can expose those hitters that like to extend those arms. I like the Cardinals. I really do. The Cardinals have owned the Dodgers in the playoffs. Going back to Jack Clark and Tom Mead in fewer days, I'm going with the Cardinals in a one-game playoff. I don't care if it's at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I don't care about Dodger Stadium. I don't even care about the records. I simply look at Mac the same way I said about Garrett Cole. Um, and, yes, Wainwright's a good pitcher. But he's not Max Scherzer. And if Scherzer is on his game, Scherzer can go 7-8 shutout innings and the Dodgers win. But if Scherzer is not on his game, and remember how good Scherzer was when he got to the Dodgers, you're right. The past couple starts, eh, they haven't been as sharp. But Scherzer has a chance to push the Dodgers past this wild card game. 
And for me, I'm going with Max Scherzer. Um, not because I think the Dodgers are the better team necessarily, although they are the more skilled team, obviously. Um, they actually ended the season hotter than the Cardinals, if you can believe that. They went 9-1 and one in their past 10, won their past, the last seven games. Uh, but that's beside the point. You throw all that out the window in, in these one-game wild cards. I just look at the guys on the mound, and as much as I think the Cardinals can win and the Red Sox can win, I am going with Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer because they're the big game pitchers, the big money pitchers, and that's why you have guys like this. Well, the Cardinals, when you look at the Cardinals, I mean, you could they could say whatever they want about Will Smith and Muncie and all these guys. I look at some of these guys as free swingers, and when I look at the Cardinals, these guys got a lot of experience and knowledge. Yadier Molina is almost like a manager. Goldschmidt is a, a fixture at first base. Arenado is, is unbelievable at third. And then they got the Edmonds guy. They got the Baiters. They got guys, man, that know how to go first to third in a hurry. I know the Dodgers got the superstars and, and, and the players like that. But uh, I'm going to hang my hand on the Cardinals, you know, following the Pirates the whole year uh, and, and looking at the Cardinals from afar. These, these guys, I mean, they know how to play baseball. And the, and the Cardinal way of baseball is – you know, if you get on, they, they will run on the Dodgers, and the Dodgers haven't shown me that they can throw anybody out stealing on them. Case in point, the, the, the Padres ran rough shot on them too. So if you can get on first base and you can steal second and third, fly ball brings you in. Small ball is going to win this, whoever makes a mistake. I'm going with Wainwright and over Scherzer in, in this one-game playoff. And if that's the case, you know, in a lazy fly ball, goes to the outfield and it's caught the Dodgers are going to be sitting in the dugout saying to themselves we're no different than the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Arizona Diamondbacks all we did was win 106 games and play one more day and now we're done and where do you go from there yeah no I mean you bring up you bring up good points again I hate these one games because it really doesn't it's not telling to me I'd love to see it go uh best of three series being played at the uh, the team with the better record or the home field advantage. Yeah, and then, then you get the Giants, and, and the Giants, I mean, this is a dangerous squad, too. Whoever plays them, the Cardinals, you know, have uh, have an advantage. They beat the, uh, you know, the Giants this year. The Dodgers came up a game short, but, boy, if it becomes the Dodgers and Giants, now you start matching wits with Kapler. I think the Giants' bullpen is completely lights out, and that is a dangerous thing, whether it's the Cardinals or the Dodgers. Here, you're you're on, man. I mean, again, there's 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 so many factors to consider with these four teams, and you know what? Any of these four teams in the wild card, if they win, it wouldn't shock me if they pushed themselves all the way to the World Series either. I think these leagues both AL and NL, absolutely wide open. So we don't know who the Rays are going to play at. We don't know who the Giants are going to play at, although we have kind of previewed what those series could look like. We do have two division series that are planned. They're ready to go. Chicago White Sox and Houston Astros. What are you looking at? Dusty Baker has taken five different teams to division titles. And look at the guys the Astros have lost over the last few years, the Springers, the Coles. I mean, and they just keep churning them out. Now, you can't say it's really a bad division because Oakland was playing good baseball. Seattle was playing good baseball. The Angels didn't have the pitching, and Texas was, you know, a, a, 
an also ran. But Houston's a dangerous squad, man. And it kind of reminds me of the 1990s of the Pirates when, you know, the Pirates lost Bonilla, but they still won the division with Drabeck and Bonds. And then the next year, they lost those guys, and then they started to fall apart. This could be the same thing with the Astros, but I don't know. The Astros and the White Sox are going to be interesting. They haven't been tested in Chicago. I mean, really, the White Sox really won this, you know, Memorial Day. So it's going to be interesting. I like the Astros in this series, believe it or not. You know, I think the White Sox are the more talented team, bullpen-wise and starting pitching-wise, and the lineups probably go head-to-head. But I do worry about what you mentioned there. They kind of cruise to this division um, championship. They haven't really been tested at all besides some of the injuries they've had to overcome. And uh, I just don't know if you can just kind of turn on a switch when it comes down to making it into the postseason and winning. Uh, we've seen it happen a lot where teams kind of just fizzle because they uh, they haven't been playing meaningful baseball for a long time. That would be my concern with the White Sox. But again, I love their lineup. I love their starting pitching, certainly those top three guys. And if they have a lead late with Kimbrell and Hendricks, man, we talked about it uh, on this show numerous times after they made that deal for Kimbrell at the trade deadline. They're a very scary team. And uh, I want to take the White Sox because of that. But it would not surprise me if Houston, with their um, experience of you know being in the World Series two times with this core and being in the playoffs every year, are able to pull this out, especially with home field advantage. Well, not only that, when Houston was ridden off last year, you saw what they did in the playoffs. They railroaded uh, Minnesota. They took Oakland out after Oakland had won 10 out of uh, 18 against them last year. So... Uh, I'm not going to count these guys out, but what I will tell you, this same scenario played out a few years ago when the Dodgers walloped the West and they played a hot team with the Washington Nationals. And you know what the outcome of that was? Oh, yeah. If you're not tested, you will get tested in the playoffs. Yeah, and I just I don't know if the White Sox are prepared for the playoffs, and they're ready for the playoffs, even with having a manager like Tony Larusa. Um, I I you know you look up and down this roster. I mean, there's not a lot of playoff experience there. Yasmani Grandal a little bit. Um, Dallas Keuchel, who's not even sure if he's going to be on the roster because of how bad he's been. Uh, there's just there's not a lot of playoff experience there, and I am I am a proponent of that. I really do believe that those things do make a difference. Right, and that's the thing when you look at it, you know, moving forward. I like Houston. I'm going to stick with Houston as much as I like the Young Bucks and the White Sox, the Southside Sluggers. I just think the Astros win this, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the White Sox win it. I will tell you, whoever wins this could represent the uh, American League in the World Series. See, it's funny. So I think Houston beats the Rays. If the Rays get past the Division Series and they have to play Houston, I think Houston takes them out this time sorry so sorry i mean i think tampa takes out houston i don't think houston could beat the race however if the white Sox get past houston you can throw all that no playoff experience out the window i think they go to the world series um although i will say if they happen to face the yankees yankees handled the white Sox very well this season very well i think they took five of six and the one game the white Sox won was in that crazy field of dreams game yankees could have gone six and zero against the white Sox. so exactly. i think the white Sox would like to avoid the yankees and probably win and play tampa or 
Boston. I think an even more interesting series is the NL Division Series with the Braves and the Brewers. Even a couple weeks ago, I would have told you it doesn't matter who wins the NL East. That Brewers pitching staff, those three starters, that bullpen, so good. But you know what? That pitching, especially those starters, really, really tired out and wore, they're worn out. And I think the Braves come in and win win in three or four games. I think the Brewers starters, which is their strength all year, I think they're they're just they're toast. Um, I think the increase in the, the innings they had to pitch this year after the shortened season last year really has taken its toll. And the Braves are on a roll now. And they have Freed, they have Morton, they have Ian Anderson. Those are three pretty solid starting pitchers. They have a better lineup and the bullpens kind of come together for Atlanta too. I would not be surprised if Atlanta took out Milwaukee. Totally agree. And, you know, the, the big key here was Philadelphia should have won this division. They had three chances, especially when the Braves went west for two long road trips in September. You know, you want to get those road trips out maybe May, June, July, whatever. But they did them in uh, September. And the Phillies couldn't take advantage uh, by playing the, the Rockies and the Cubs and the Orioles. And then they was set up for that three-game showdown in Atlanta. And you saw what the Braves did to the Phillies. So the Phillies, you know, didn't do nothing. And it was very, you know, uh, nice to see how they handled that and how they handled the Mets down the stretch, too. And and, and they had that competition going back and forth. You're right. They overcame the uh, Acuna injury. They brought in a Duvall and they brought in Bats, man. And I'll tell you, man, another division title. You're right. The Brewers kind of backed into this thing ever since they took over first. They really, you know, had to hold on to it. The Cubs, you know, were there, and then they kind of faltered. But the big key here is Williams breaking his hand in that celebration. They don't even have him to go to. So now you got haters. So there's not even a two-headed monster there. And you're right. The last three days watching them against the Dodgers, they didn't really have anything to play for. But still, I mean, they couldn't seem the whole leads and anything. The great pickup, you know, was Escobar. But you're right. I like I like the Braves in this series. And, you know, who knows? The Braves could try to figure out a way to get back at the Dodgers uh, and this time finish the job like they didn't do last year. Yeah, the, the Braves are a scary team. Earlier in the season, they had a lot of issues with their pitching. It's really come together. The bullpen and, again, those three starters. And really in the playoffs, you have three good starters, you can win. And that's what the Braves do have. <laughs> Um, with the Brewers, forget about the Devin Williams situation or even Hater. You have to have a lead to get uh, to those guys to make them really that valuable. With the starting pitching the way it is right now, with them being worn down, I don't trust Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta the way I did even a month ago. And um, I, I just think the Braves go in there and they beat up on tired arms. And also, you take a look. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a blowout in the division. They only ended up winning by five games. But they've cruised the last six weeks, similar to the White Sox. And that's concerning. Yeah, not only that, I think Burns lost his chance for the Cy Young. I think now with Urias getting his 20th win, you got to kind of give it to him. You know, 20-3 and three is impressive. I remember uh, Ron Guidry going 25-3, and three, but Louisiana Lightning was just dominant. I mean, Urias has got the, 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 the team behind him, and he's, he's, he's escaped a lot of things. No, Urias was not the best pitcher in the National League this year. He just had the most wins. I think Scherzer and Zach Wheeler are more deserving. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and uh, that, that's going to be the, the thing going forward. Who's going to get this National League Cy Young? 
Yeah, it's it's a wide open race, as is the American League, although, again, I think it should go to Robbie Ray. I don't think it should be close. Um, but, yeah, this Brewers and Brave series, I think a lot of people were heavy on the Brewers for a while. Now I would I would put my money on the Braves. It's actually the one series I have a very good feeling about, um, whereas all the other ones to me are kind of you throw your hands up in the air and uh, or you flip a coin and... You kind of see where everything lands, but I would be very surprised to see the Braves not get past the Brewers unless all of a sudden Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta are in midseason form. No doubt about it. Totally agree with you. Well, I'm glad we can agree on something. Usually we don't. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we've both seen the same thing from the Brewers over the past month or so. Any final thoughts here, man? Well, I'm geared up for next week when we take it one step further as you get the closer you know, to find out who's going to be in the World Series, man. I love this show, man. You know that. Of course. And, I mean, we do it on Mondays now for the playoffs. Chances are there'll still be some Division Series game going on unless all the series end in three or four games. If we get a Game 5, I'm sure we'll have that to talk about. And then, of course, preview the Championship Series as well. Um, definitely a great time of year to be a sports fan, though. NHL and NBA coming up. NFL starting to get rolling now through four weeks, fifth week coming up. And then, of course, the Major League Baseball playoffs, just a sports uh, buffet, if you will. I actually used to do a show called The Sports Buffet. Oh, man, I like that name. Love yeah. it. A little yeah. smorgasbord. Exactly, exactly. We uh, we talked mostly football, baseball, basketball, a little bit of hockey here and there. But it was... Uh, it, it was a fun show. I haven't done it in a few years, though, just with, you know, Byline and then the new website and everything. I've just been so busy. Yeah, man, that's amazing what you accomplished, and I'm so proud of you. Good things are on the horizon, and, man, I'm ready to roll next Monday. Absolutely, and, yeah, you've got your uh, big debut in Philadelphia coming up this month, too, right? WWDBAM860, a week from Thursday, yeah. Little uh, lip smack and trash talk and brotherly love sports talk. Amazing. Very excited for <laughs> you. Happy for you, buddy. Um, and hope to, uh, you know, be on that with you at some yeah. point for sure. But this is Intentional Balk, folks, brought to you by DrRoto.com MLB Playoff Preview. Check out DrRoto.com. Subscribe. We have sports content mlb nfl nba nhl pga esports dfs pretty much everything you could want season long daily fantasy and sports betting we have some great tools lineup optimizers as well use promo code lou that's l o u for a great discount at drrodo.com thanks for tuning in today lou landers with the madman mark mancini have a great week enjoy the mlb playoffs We'll catch you next time.